0: Right? We're we not having that. We want to build a community, you know, forever, you know. Chance when we win. Period. Alex Tillery. who's one of your coaches, right? Yeah, yeah, and he work at the school. Real good dude. Alright, we back. Um, classes in session. Welcome back to another episode of AM University. Um, I'm your host, Antoine Miller. Um, this is episode three. And I got my longtime friend here, <laughs> Contrell Hawk Hawkins. Um real pleasure to have this man uh on this stage with me. Again, like I said last episode, I don't really like to talk to uh low IQ people. Um, to, to be honest, anybody that I invite on here, um, they probably they, they got a really high um IQ level in life and in basketball, um, so that's why he's here. Um, so introduce yourself real quick, brother.
1: Uh, good day, people. <laughs> For those who don't know, I'm Cantrell Cantrell Hawkins. Uh, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there we go. Now, the reason I got him on this episode is, um, obviously. People that know me know I coach high school basketball, AAU basketball, and every kid in the world thinks that they're a Division One athlete. Every kid in the world. You can be the last man on the bench. You can average five points a game. It doesn't matter. You know, you, your parents, you all have inspirations of playing Division One. not even just college basketball, but Division, Division, one, college, one, Division one college basketball. So I said... Uh, let me bring my close friend, uh, on board to talk about it that earned a division one scholarship to Howard university after graduating, came to high school and just talk about some of the, uh, the things that a lot of you think is sweet (laughs) (laughs) with the game when you get to that level. All right. So, um, we're going to jump right into it. So the first thing I want to ask you is, um, I want to transition from high school first because and I'm, I'm in the same boat. Me and you played mm-hmm. at the same high school. Mm-hmm. We played for the same coach. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you my side. You tell me yours. Tell me during basketball season, what was your routine in high school? Like, give give me the whole day. I mean, school, a, a day basketball. A, a day I came to high during basketball
1: season. Uh, What would I say? We, we got to school around 8.30. Mm-hmm. You know, your four classes in the morning, your lunch. You had your evening classes. Back then, Coach Turner ran... Uh, high school, the varsity team. We didn't practice until about six o'clock at night. Mm. Um, he had he had the vision to keep us at the school from three p.m. at the dismissal until six when when uh, practice started. Mm. They would run little like workshops. You could do your homework. You could work on different things. It was really? people didn't always take advantage of it. Of course, you know, Grandma made me take advantage of it, so I had to go get the homework and all of that done at the school. We literally did. You had a study hall? In the A building, in the annex. You had a study hall for all the basketball team. You could go there, get your work done. I mean, of course, we was young. We spent most of the time chasing the track girls because they had practice right after go. school. There we go. We were chasing the female basketball team. They had practice right after school. And there was always a lot of extra activities going on. Cheerleaders practice right after school. So, you know, the mature, the mature side of you knew you were supposed to be in study hall. Getting your homework done. The kid in you had you maybe at Ernie's or had you at Donkeys. Or was had it, mandatory? It, was, was it mandatory? It was not mandatory. Okay. It was not mandatory. Okay. Definitely wasn't. Okay. Um, that was basically it. I'll, I'll go ahead and put it out there. There wasn't too much structure in high school as compared to how the structure was once I got on Howard's campus. Don't talk about Howard yet. Okay. Stay at high school Stay
0: at high school uh, Now I'm talking about Like so You uh, This is how it was Before practice And before the games Right mm-hmm. So how, how, how was it In preparation For the games At the high school level What did you guys do If anything To prepare For
1: the next opponent uh, One thing That stuck out In my mind was And I don't I, I know a lot of people Can attest to this We never watched Any video footage There we go Of the team That we were playing That week There we go You know, when you're in high school, you you tend to play the same teams year in and year out. So you kind of get, you know, a gist of what they're going to do. But we never physically sat down and did, like, game time footage to actually see it. I know that probably would have helped a lot of people, but (laughs) Coach Turner wasn't on it like that. He had already played these teams. He had dominated these teams. When we were in group four when I was in high school, we were always bigger, stronger, faster, more athletic. Than all of the teams in the conferences that were around us. We never ran into problems. We never ran into problems until we made it, you know, maybe mid Jersey, North Jersey championship, or or a title game of some sort. Up until those games, it wasn't uncommon to go 23 0, 22 0, Mm -hmm. because you're playing bums around the way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and the rest of your time,
0: you was at Arnie's corner store. Oh, are you going to the corner store? Chasing tail. Chasing tail. Chasing tail. Chasing Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, I didn't even have that in high school. You you said y'all had a study hall. Maybe Turner was a little too old when he coached us.
1: He might have been in the seventies by the time you got to him. Maybe older than that. Want to know what
0: my high school consisted consisted of when Turner was there? Shoot it.
1: <laughs> well, I went to
0: another school than you. I just played for Canada High. But once we got there. Wait, how did y'all practices
1: go? Uh, we always started with layup line, four corners. Uh, we might do some lane dogs. We might do the three-man in-and-out weave just to get loose, just to get running. Very seldom did he make us run laps or anything of that nature. Um, we really only ran two defenses, purple and yellow. I can still run purple and yellow till this day because that was all we did as far as defense was concerned. It wasn't that intricate. It wasn't it wasn't a lot of detail to it. He mainly relied on our athleticism and you know just us being bigger and stronger than everybody okay. around. Okay, so sim- similar
0: story. Um we did lay a blind. That was our stretch. Okay, and we played for an hour and forty five minutes. Just five on five, we scrimmaged for an hour and minutes We did that a minutes. lot. We did that just to run. I've really? never, I've never seen anything about it. Like you said, another opponent. We played against Derek Character, who was a McDonald's All American. We didn't Derek know there. anything about him.
1: Nothing. Y'all didn't game plan for him. Nope They didn't say this is. We heard what about, about him on our own. I know. I remember a few times the practice squad would always try to emulate whoever it was we were playing. Like he would pick one person off the practice squad and say, "Okay, you're going to be this guy, possibly," and, and that, you know that possibly happened with us. But he, that guy had the green light in practice; he could cook us if he if he
0: could. You but know what I mean? for the most part, it was like you said, we were so superior and we beat that team, Derek yeah. Actors team. We were so superior than the opposing whoever that we just got past with that. It now, was my life, yeah. my thing with that is. Is that a good thing for a 16-year-old kid to be to
1: see that? Uh, it's not, and you grow into it. Um, I don't know if I'm going to move too far ahead with this statement, but one of the biggest things that was a shock to me was the amount of detail and amount of preparation that goes into a week-to-week game on a D1 level. You literally are studying. You literally have about... Maybe five to ten plays that are specifically designed for that team and that upcoming game. And whoever the opponent is, whoever their main player is, you usually have one or two defenses that we're going to throw at that guy. You know, to to give him problems. Um, Coming from Camden High, I had never done that. I got a playbook when I got to college, D1. And Coach did not give you minutes game time unless you proved to him during the week that you knew... Whatever plays it was we were running. And not only did you have to know your position, but you needed to know the position ahead of yours, too. So if you were a two-guard, you had to know what the point was supposed mm. to be doing as well. I played the four, but I needed to know what the three had to be doing as well. Mm. Because at any time, you may be subbed in for one of those dudes. And that right there, like, I'm a, I'm a pretty smart dude. But that blew my mind.
0: Mm. That blew my knowing mind. Knowing
1: everybody else's position. Knowing another position. Not only knowing where you're supposed to be, but knowing where somebody else is supposed to be. So you kind of already
0: transitioned into what I wanted to go next. So, okay, so your high school was like this, right? You was a really good player in high school. You get your Division One scholarship that summer. What are you thinking going I, into your first year at Howard
1: University? I won't say I was a really good player. I would, I would say I had a really good work ethic on my own. Okay. I practiced a lot on my and own. And you were 6'6". Six, six. And I, I was mean, six five six yeah. six. That didn't hurt. That don't hurt. Um, not to mention I played with Dewan Wagner Sr. Hmm. You know? He could have went to the NBA right out of the 11th grade or 10th surprising. grade. Yeah, he was a freshman. Yeah, so with different. him getting so much attention and double-teaming, triple-teaming him, it gave me a little platform to shine. Right. And I tried to take advantage of it as best I could for the athleticism that I had. Absolutely. Um. I would be lying if I didn't tell you that at that time in my life, I didn't think I was going to go pro. I was going to bust my ass. It was going to be what it was going to be. And I was going to try to make it. Mm -hmm. Even if I made the practice squad on some NBA roster. That was Mm -hmm. cool. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, going to Howard, I had high hopes. Um, Worked hard. Finally transitioned into weightlifting. There was no weightlifting at the high school level. Nobody made us. Do bench presses. Nobody made did it. Did they even
0: put it out there for you to do?
1: I mean, the gym was open. I didn't ask you that. <laughs> the basement was there. The weights were that.
0: there. Did, I didn't ask you the that. The football team was down there lifting. I didn't ask you that. I asked you, did the
1: coaches <laughs> even put it out there to do it? Coach Turner wasn't big on weightlifting. He always, the way I perceived it, he looked at it like weightlifting stunted your growth. Weightlifting I don't know, maybe it it, it shrunk your muscles. It didn't allow you to stretch and extend the way you would have. He always wanted you to be fast, limber, and be able to run. Especially for my position. I'm running baseline to baseline. Put your head under the basket. That way you know you're back. Mm. You know when you lift weights, you kind of bulk up. You get a little bigger. You get a little heavier. You got to also learn how to play basketball while lifting weights. If anybody, if you know, Mm -hmm. you lift weights... And you go out here and shoot a Jimmy, man, it's going to take you a while until your muscles adjust you to, just, just, to feeling how they're supposed to, to feel again. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Right. Never. Lifting weights will, excuse my language, lifting weights will fuck your shot <laughs> up. <laughs> but it's needed. It's needed. <laughs> it's needed. It's needed because you have to be strong enough to take this punishment. Yes. Yes, and that's the thing about high school. It's like, go ahead. I'm, I'm in high school. I'm six 5 I'm playing the center sometimes. I'm playing the 4 a lot. When I get to the next level, D1 level, the 4 is six nine, <laughs> six ten, six eight. The center might be 7. You might have a big, clumsy 7-footer out there, but 7 foot is 7 foot. You hear me? And that's the difference. So it was a big jump, a big transition for me. Absolutely. But... I will say my freshman year, D1, that was the strongest I've ever been in my life, hmm. physically. The, the, the physical strength, the strength that I had. Answer this. When you first, uh, the first week they had you working out, did you think it was, I, I might not be able to do this, man. Oh, it was hell. I wasn't used to it. I was sore as hell. Well, I might have walked around campus for the first couple days when my arms couldn't even couldn't stretch them out. I done yep. did so many curls. And yep. now they're talking about it's time to play ball. I could barely walk. (laughs) I'm sore as hell. All
0: right, so take me through. You took me through a a traditional day in high school in the the basketball season. Take me through a traditional day in college during the basketball
1: season. Now, this was a shocker to me. Your day started at around 4.30 a.m. at the D1 level. You may have an individual practice, just you and your big man coach, or just you and a guard coach, 4.30 a.m. Y'all running, running through drills. He's making sure you understand the plays and where you need to be. That might go from 4.30 till about 5.30 a.m., maybe quarter to six. They give you enough time to make it back to to, uh, your uh, dorm room, shower up, and then you need to be at your class. Around the same time, around 8.30-ish, 8.45-ish. But from that early morning 4.30 practice, transitioning into class from 8.30, by around 10 o'clock, 10.30, you're having another practice. Now it might be you and the other forwards or you and the other guards. They got a whole regimen. It might be some drills going on, a lot of plyometrics going on, a lot of stair running going on. Um, this is in season. This is during the season. This is already, in season. You're already on your second practice of the day and it ain't even 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. Now, you're eating an early lunch. You might eat lunch around 11.30. you out of there about 12.30. You got to go back to class. You're in class maybe till about 3 o'clock, around 4.35 o'clock. Now, the entire team is meeting for you to have the longest practice of the day. When the entire team meets, that practice is going to last about two and a half, maybe three hours. You're getting out of there around 8, 8.30, but you are exhausted. And you still got homework you to do. You still got homework and to You do. still got studying to do. And there's a project to do. Hmm. And it ain't no time to rest. How about that? It ain't no time to rest. And for me, coming from itty-bitty Camden, going to Chocolate City, City. It was and more was girls in, than I ever seen in, in my life. Yeah, I didn't even think. I forgot about that. He I lost my City. mind. Lost my mind. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> but when basketball now, you also have a brief uh, intermission because you, you start school maybe the end of August. Basketball doesn't start until late October, mid-October. So you're going to get a good six weeks of freedom and what it is to just be a normal student. Partying, class, chill. That's really the regimen. Once basketball kicked in, all of your party time, all of your chilling time, all of your, your BS time, you, you, you don't have any... You, you, is, is, is it possible to that Well, you somewhere time, trying to catch up right? on some sleep. That's what you're really trying to do. You're really trying to catch up on some sleep. You are tired. Wow.
0: Yeah, yeah that's man. That's what stuck out in yeah. my mind the most. Yeah. Yeah, see, I played Division Three, so it was like we had all but they couldn't they couldn't make it they mandatory yeah, it was they
1: didn't force you to do it they anything. couldn't force us if to do it if you're somewhere anything. on a scholarship yeah you're going to do it or you, or you will not be here you out of here yeah we had the packets
0: we had the study hall we had the weight room but they couldn't force, force you, you to do it mm-hmm. but he damn sure made the first day of practice he damn sure had
1: a checklist of everything of who did he was what oh yeah he's going to gonna keep track that's a good coach you can't be mad at me for that.
0: Yo, me and Wayne. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wayne Somebody Smalls. My oh boy,
0: me. Wayne Smalls. Me and Wayne looked at each other when he gave us the packet in like March, the year before. And we looked at each other like, bro. get ain't doing all of this. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: First day of practice, we had the same look at each other. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: we really. Did you do that? <laughs> I ain't do that. <laughs> like a whole physical test. bro. I'm not being able to do that. No way. You got to work, though. And it's a big change.
0: Kids, kids really, but in all honesty, kids really don't understand what you're saying, man. And they all think because of how the high school level is, you don't, you don't know how the high school level is. We, we, we can't, we, we
1: can't. We don't have the time. That first year, that type of I can stuff. remember questioning myself as to if I really loved basketball as much as I proclaimed that I did. Mm. Because the work had to be put in, and the work was on triple time. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So it started becoming a thing like, damn, I love the game and I love to play. But goddamn, I'm tired. Shit, I'm tired. Mm. I don't feel like waking up tomorrow morning at 4.30 a.m. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't feel like it would be times where I would go to my 4.30 a.m. practice, skip my morning classes, get rest for two or three hours, and then make it back to the next practice at around 11.30 or quarter to 12. And and questioning, do you really want this? Do you really, really want this? Because it's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. They're not going to make it easy. And you're your own supervisor. Nobody's checking right. up on you. Right. right. The shit will hit the fan when the shit hits the fan. You right. feel me? Nobody's coming every minute, every every hour saying, did you did you get this done? Did you do this? Right. Make sure you do th-. Nobody's there to do that. You are your own boss. Right. So if you want to bullshit, you bullshit. It's good. It's on you. It'll right. catch up to you at the end of the semester. <sighs> Nobody's making you do anything. That's so valuable, bro. Is- and you're very young, so you don't really got the maturity to No, I need to be here. I gotta be, I, yeah. I gotta push through. I gotta push through. I gotta push through.
0: Yeah.
1: hmm Take those chill breaks and they last. Talk about now let's
0: talk about in-game. I want you to tell me because um full transparency. I I scheduled a game. From my high school, a couple years ago, right Again, with so. Linden, and um, he, this guy Tavon Jones, he, he, he was probably top five in the state. This okay. was a couple years back, but um, it was a, it was a toxic situation with my team. I'm gonna just say that, and nice. they thought they was better than what they were. Extremely right. So, I was like, let me just be an asshole,
1: and give and them a game that was above purpose. their caliber. Mm-hmm.
0: He had to have forty eight. It was like the score was like ninety seven to twenty five, and that's only that's only because they allowed us to get the twenty five points. At you frying can't
1: cook their ass. It right? was really
0: bad, right? That's um, what it is. And to be honest, I really think they they grew mentally as a person from that. I, I really think it worked. I really think it worked. Sometimes I think they looked at it a total different way. Tough love
1: is the best love sometimes.
0: And this dude was a real monster. He was a cold-blooded North Jersey killer, bro. Mm-hmm. And I really think they looked at basketball a different way. So I'm asking that to ask you is, yeah, yeah, when you played at Howard, who was the, who really that you played against made you Still know, out. I'm really playing Division One basketball right now, and this is real.
1: Two players. They've got go. two names for you in particular. Tim Thomas mm. from Villanova. Mm. He ended up going to the league. Yes, he did. He had a long career. He might have played like 10 years. Top 10 pick, boy. 6'9", <laughs> 250, do it all. You hear me? He, I remember him vividly. And Vontigo Cummins. Vontigo. Not a household name, but you're going to put yeah. some respect on hey, Vontigo's no name. No
0: basketball, Cummins.
1: went to the league. He played for the Sixers for Damn a little right. bit. right. And Golden State. I remember him being one of the most explosive players that I had ever seen at that level. I'll tell you a quick story. Mm -hmm. So we at Howard. It's a Christmas tournament. Mm -hmm. We're going to Pittsburgh to go play the University of Pitt. We're on the bus going up the turnpike. The whole ride up, Coach is, he got the, uh, the dry chalkboard. He's in the middle of the bus aisles. And everything is Vontigo. Tigo. Von that we're going to run a boxing one on Vontigo. I need you to pay attention to Vontigo. Please know where Vontigo is. If Vontigo goes to the bathroom I want somebody to go with him. The whole ride up. We get up there. First of all, I had never played in front of a crowd of that magnitude. I had played big games at the high. We might have been in front of maybe 10,000 people at the highest game that we had. But there, a regular game, 17,000 people, 20,000 people. This is Pittsburgh. They ain't got nothing else to do on a Saturday morning. Everybody's going to the game. It's Pittsburgh. Man, you run out the tunnel, and it's deafening. You can't hear anything. You're just seeing people with shirts off. You got the crowd. It's just a lot to take in. It's so much going in that you don't even—you might not even see everything. You feel me? So that was one aspect of it, but that kind of hypes you up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That suits you up. You ain't even played the game yet. You ain't played the game. But yet. go ahead. We in the layup line. <laughs> it's mad people there. So, of course, on my mind, I got Von Tigo comments because that's all I've been hearing for this whole two-hour bus ride that we've been taking. We run our box in one on Von Tigo. First half, we end up leading going into the half. I think we might have had him by about six points. We was up by six. But um Vontigo might have only had about five or six points at the end of the first half. Me, being cocky, being arrogant, thinking I was better than what I was, said to myself, walking into the uh into the tunnel at halftime, I even said this to Vontigo. I said, Bro, you ass. If you're going to the league, I'm going to the league. Because we're shutting you. You feel me? That's the Camden at you, too. You ask, if you're going, I'm going. Because everybody's hyped up about you and I ain't seen much of nothing. Mm. Never paid attention to the fact that he had never put the ball in his right hand during the first half. Everything he did was going left. Every layup was going left. Every jump shot was going to the left. Every move he did was going to the left. Never paid it no mind. It was working. But guess what he was doing? He was working on his left hand during the first half of the game. He knew that we were that ass that he could work on his left hand for a whole half of basketball. Came out in the second half. He put the ball in his right hand. This Joker gave us like 42. (laughs) Like night and day. And I don't know if me saying to him what I said to him inspired him, but I shouldn't have said it. I shouldn't have said it because he... Rotisserie cooked our ass no, in the second half. Okay,
0: okay. So what happened? Now you on we the bus. Lost, we you,
1: lost. big. You on a
0: bus going home, though. Oh, <laughs> everybody
1: got the poop face.
0: No, not everybody. I'm talking about you. How do you feel? You just saw
1: a legit, real, I real knew, basketball player. I knew right then at the and there. The highest level of college that Those guys that do it at that level can turn it off and on. It's literally like a switch. They know that they're that much better than all the other competition that if they hit the switch, you don't stand a chance. You don't stand a chance. Now, I had only seen that one other time prior to that, but of course, he was on my team. That was Wag. Right. You feel me? Right. And he was four years younger than me, right. so I saw it but in revere, but I still didn't respect it like I did when it was somebody that was a year or two older than me. Right. Right. When 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 Vontico hit the switch... Nigga, right. He hit the switch, right, and there was nothing you could do. <laughs> God couldn't have stopped him out there that day. That's how I felt. So overall, um, you you
0: don't watch high school basketball at all, right?
1: I try. I, when I well, when
0: what I, do you what do you, whatever high school basketball you see you do see. What what do you think about it as far as this generation
1: compared to yours? Um, I don't think it's as entertaining to me because it's not. It's not as gritty as it used to be. Mm-hmm. And, this, and this is just for generations overall. As time passes, human beings tend to get softer and softer and softer. It would be like somebody born in the year 2000 can't take the ass whooping that somebody that was born in 1980 could take. Hmm. But somebody born in 1980 couldn't take the ass whooping that somebody in 1960 could take. Hmm. You know what I mean? It was a reason why the slaves were able to endure what they endured. It's The time and the date and the strength of what they had to deal with and they rose to the occasion. But as time passes on, each generation gets a little softer, a little bit more handed to them, a little bit more enabling going on, a little bit more of coddling as opposed to shut your mouth and get it done. You feel me? And I don't know if that's right or wrong, but I think that that by itself steers me away from youth basketball. Mm. I've lost teeth, I've had stitches in my chin. Chances of that happening now, slim to none. It might happen, but this was a regular thing. When we Mm -hmm. was in high school, you will get your eye black. It's high elbows, watch yourself. You feel me? It ain't like that no more. Mm. It ain't like that no more. Everybody's a stretch something. (laughs) Stretch five, stretch four, everybody's shooting yacht balls. When I was playing, as to the basket, garbage, get your rebounds, get your putbacks. You should average at least eight points a game from the free throw line. Easy. Just getting fouled alone. Easy. Easy. That's two free throws a quarter. Easy. Easy buckets. So what
0: would you, being on the outside looking in, because that's, that's great that you don't follow high school basketball as much because you got a different perspective. So on the outside looking in, what would be your advice to – these younger kids inspiring to play Division One basketball.
1: You're gonna to have to work much harder. You need to start right now. You should have started yesterday. Mm. Um, mm. One of the things that I wasn't aware of, and I know it's gonna sound silly, but if you're a youth and you're watching a game like tonight, the Lakers are going to play Denver round one. Mm. Watch the game. Pay attention to what's going on in the game. But during commercial breaks. You should be doing push ups. Mm. You should be get as many push ups in every commercial during, watch a whole NBA game, and every time they break for commercial, you need to be on the floor getting push ups in. Mm. You need to get yourself stronger. Work. You need to work. So now you're getting it physically, you're getting it uh, uh, through yeah. eyesight, yeah. mentally, but you're also putting some work in at the same time. The work doesn't always come with the ball in your hand. Mm. You know what I mean? The work is going to come. A lot of the work is going to come when there ain't no basketball around.
0: Mm. That's Mm. the biggest thing. We're going to stop right there. Yeah, we're going to stop right there, brother. Some cold stuff, boy. (laughs) Yeah, some cold stuff. I got some kids that's going.
1: they going to be like that, niggas. (laughs) Pop.
0: Fuck him. <laughs> oh, Hawk, that was incredible, bro.
1: All right, you good. You can take that off. That was incredible, bro. Yo, AD. What's up with you? Nothing. I was in here doing the um the podcast with Antoine, but it's over now. Oh, this, what's, up? what's up? You trying to hit these dabs? You want, want me to come around there? Oh, I mean, I don't know what you're trying to do. I mean, I had one by your crib. Come back. I'm out here. I'll just walk down here to Antoine's to do the drawing real quick. Sure. All right, I'll be out front. All right, hold on. Let's take, this. take a picture real quick. I want to see a little bit of it. Yeah,
0: all right. Um, see how fat I look. Nah, you look good, my nigga. Fucking...
1: Yeah, light shining off my bald ass. He hit me.
0: Mimix! Mimix! Huh? Can you come here? Uh? Can you come
1: here? Twix! That was, that
0: was, yeah, that
1: was great, bro. Tuan, yeah, you, you ever think about stealing some of his uh his semen so you can re, 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 replicate him when it's time? You know that's possible. You can take his nut and replicate him. It might be a little different, but the mannerism, his demeanor, all of that—that'll carry over. How would? you hear that
0: from?
1: You can do it. You Where do, do you it.
0: what?
1: You can do it. You can, yeah. just like you do it with a, a human. We can take your semen and it's freeze it, it and right. put it in you any chick. Ch- Don't tell me that, because it's the
0: only
1: dog I ever want. Your I'm DNA alive. is your DNA is your DNA, baby. Take his semen and save it. Freeze it. Oh, that was incredible, bro.
0: I, I was like really like beneficial, bro. Like, that was very valuable, dude. Like, I, I know most kids. And it's, 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 it's one thing coming from a coach or you can tell me about it, but it's one thing when you live it. Like, man, they not hearing no shit like that. I'm gonna wait for her to just snap this shit. I I forgot how to put the timer on. Or we could just do it ourselves.
1: That's fucking dead. I'm really on on a show, team. Really love this
0: wall. It's nice, right? Oh, I got
1: it. Never mind, Emi. Sorry, I love your dress. Oh, okay. Get your rest, Mimi. Get your rest. Uh, Get your rest. No, I wanted you to take
0: a picture, but I found the timer. Oh, you got it. Yeah, I got it. All right, sit down, Hulk. All right, got ten seconds. Oh shit! Let me stop it.